Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 21. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem for 55 years. His mother's name was Hephzibah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had destroyed. He also erected altars to Baal and made an Asherah pole as Ahab, the king of Israel, had done. He bowed down to all of the starry hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. In the two courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all of the starry hosts. He sacrificed his own son in the fire. He practiced divination, sought omens, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the carved Asherah pole he had made, and he put it in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said to David and his son Solomon, In this temple and in Jerusalem which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites wander from the land that I gave to their ancestors, if only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them and will keep the whole law that my servant Moses gave them. But the people did not listen. Manasseh led them astray, so that they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord said through his servants, the prophets, Manasseh, king of Judah, has committed these detestable sins. He has done more evil than the Amorites who preceded him and has led Judah into sin with his idols. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I'm going to bring such a disaster on Jerusalem and Judah that the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. I will stretch out over Jerusalem the measuring line used against Samaria and the plumb line used against the house of Ahab. I will wipe out Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance and give them into the hands of enemies. They will be looted and plundered by all of their enemies. They have done evil in my eyes and have aroused my anger from the day that their ancestors came out of Egypt until this day. Moreover, Manasseh also shed much innocent blood. He filled Jerusalem from end to end besides the sin that he had caused Judah to commit so that they did evil in the eyes of the Lord. As for the other events of Manasseh's reign and all that he did, including the sin he committed, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Manasseh rested with his ancestors and was buried in his palace garden, the garden of Uzzah, and Ammon, his son, succeeded him as king. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem for two years. His mother's name was Meshulameth, daughter of Haruz. She was from Jatba. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. He followed completely the ways of his father, worshipping the idols his father had worshipped, and bowing down to them. 
He forsook the Lord, the God of his ancestors, and did not walk in obedience to him. Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated the king in his palace. Then the people of the land killed all who had plotted against King Ammon, and they made Josiah, his son, king in his place. As for the other events of Ammon's reign and what he did, are they not written in the annals of the kings of Judah? He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah, his son, succeeded him as king. So first, we get this wicked king, Manasseh. He was an evil king who reigned in Israel for 55 years, started when he was 12 years old. And so he was uh, the son of Hezekiah, who was a righteous king. But this Manasseh was uh, one of the most wicked kings that Israel ever had, Judah ever had, to be specific. And so he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He, um, he rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah had torn down. He erected altars to Baal. He made an Asherah pole to worship the god Asherah and uh, put it in the temple of the Lord. He bowed down to the hosts of heaven. He built false altars in the temple of God. In the two courts of the temple, he built altars to the starry hosts of heaven, the moon, the stars, the sun, etc., And so uh, he even went so far to sacrifice his own son in the fire. He practiced divination, consulted mediums, about everything you can imagine that would offend God, this guy did. And so the Lord said he's going to judge Jerusalem because of the sins of Manasseh. Now, this chapter does not contain some details about Manasseh that we will come to in 2 Chronicles when we get to that book but Second Chronicles chapter 33 also deals with Manasseh. And in Second Chronicles chapter 33, we find out that he prayed and repented. Let me just quote directly from Second Chronicles 33, 18. The other events of Manasseh's reign, including his prayer to God and the words the seers spoke to him in the name of Yahweh, the God of Israel, they're written in the annals of the kings of Israel. His prayer and how God was moved by his entreaty, as well as all of his sins and unfaithfulness and the sites he built, etc., before he humbled himself, all these are written in the record of the seers. So Second Chronicles, we get some more information on this Manasseh. He repented. In fact, there's a very famous um, prayer of Manasseh. This, it's an apocryphal prayer. It's extra-biblical. But it's reputedly the, um, uh, the prayer that he prayed. But Here in Chronicles, we know for a fact he repented, and it says that God was moved with his prayer. And this um, uh, Manasseh ultimately humbled himself before God. So it doesn't tell that story, the fullness of the story and what we just read in 2 Kings, but thank God there's a happy ending. This man uh, repented, as we'll find out later in the Bible. Now, he's succeeded by his son Ammon, who's a, a wicked guy. Ammon's assassinated. And we end this chapter with um, Ammon having reigned two years, and his son Josiah is coming to power. Josiah is going to be one of the best kings ever, and we'll get to him in the next chapter. Lord, um, we recognize in the life of this man Manasseh, he was definitely a wicked, wicked man. And yet, God, he, um, he repented, he turned to you, and you forgave his sins. Lord, this man who caused Judah to sin so greatly somehow found mercy in your eyes. And Lord, um, you gave him grace to repent. And you accepted his repentance. It was genuine. 
Lord, we ask that in our day, those men and women that we see as being uh, beyond hope, Lord, may we remember the story of Manasseh, that this king who was considered um, one of the most, if not the most evil king Judah ever had, if he was able to repent, God, no one living is beyond your redemptive grasp. So, Lord, we ask that you would remind us to pray for the lost, even those that we see doing wicked things, whether they be in government or uh, people that we know personally, Lord, let us pray for their redemption. Let us pray for their repentance. Let us pray for their salvation. And Lord, move, touch, heal, save. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.